welcome to the Looking Into Vegans and Vegetarians podcast. My name is Hidko and I'm in Mrs. Carr's second hour English 4 class. Today we're going to be talking about vegans and vegetarians, mainly comparing and contrasting them. Everyone always says they know of vegans or vegetarians, but I always wonder if they really know about their lifestyles and everything. For example, did you know that most vegetarians under the age of 20 choose to be vegetarians due to moral and environmental reasons? According to a study conducted by Andrews University in 2010, vegetarians younger than 20 were the ones who agreed more with the moral and environmental reasons being the main factor in them becoming a vegetarian. Now with that interesting fact, we can head into our first main topic, vegetarians. feel bad for all the stereotypes that vegetarians must hear all the time. It probably gets tiring sometimes, especially when people make fun of you for your diet. Apparently, many vegetarians and vegans want people to know that being vegan and vegetarian doesn't mean just salads. And I always found it interesting that everyone always thinks that vegetarians just eat so-called rabbit food, and that's just not true. In researching this topic, I also conducted a few interviews of some vegans and vegetarians. According to Brentley Wade, who has been a vegetarian for a little over two years now, multiple people have made fun of her for being vegetarian, mocking her dietary choices, and saying things such as, My lawn needs to be mowed. Brentley, are you hungry? Although that may be slightly funny, it's just not a nice thing you say to someone just for having a certain diet or certain beliefs. Brentley chose to be a vegetarian out of environmental and moral reasons. Her direct quote from the interview was, I just didn't like the idea of eating animals. I never ate a lot of meat before or enjoyed eating it, so why not stop completely? I also knew I would feel better and healthier all the time. I see where she's coming from because from a survey that I found conducted for obesity research, they found that the mean BMI of participants in the vegetarian diet group was significantly lower than the weight loss diet in both diet groups. Meaning that people who participated in this survey that were put on just a vegetarian diet had a mean BMI that was less and people that were put on just a weight loss diet or people that were put on a vegetarian and weight loss diet. And I think that was pretty neat. Before diving headfirst into our next subject, let's take a commercial break. vegetarian diet but worry about having to completely change the way you eat? No worries with all the vegan friendly meat replacement options. At your local grocery store or Walmart, there should be many different vegetarian friendly options that you can buy and make on your own at home. Any food labeled vegetarian is indeed vegetarian and if you don't feel like looking for food in the frozen aisle or the refrigerated meats aisle, there's always another option via the veggie section of the store. If you don't know how to cook vegan or vegetarian, there are always sites such as the Vegetarian Times or VegWeb that can supply a quick and easy recipe for you to follow. 
So don't worry too much about how you're going to find food if you suddenly want to go on a vegetarian diet. There are plenty of options for you. Whether it's going out to eat at a restaurant or you're trying to impress your vegan date with your cooking skills. Another interview that was conducted by me was with Jake Truman on some things about being a vegan. One of the questions I asked him was how he felt about how the media portrays vegans, and he said, You have one side that tries to portray the vegan movement as detrimental and unnecessary, and the other side is in support. I believe that that is a valid way of looking at the media scene from a third-person POV, but my other vegan that I had interviewed had a different answer to this same question. Courtney McCollum, who has been a vegan for almost two years now, said, I feel like the media portrays vegans as really hardcore. Like, we eat more than garbanzo beans and salad. We don't just protest and get up in people's faces. I think that outspoken vegans, while important for raising awareness, cannot hear anything over their own loud voice of unquestionable reason and they can't see anything over the top of their sign making omnivores seem like psychopaths and premeditated serial killers. Vegans should strive to raise awareness, not condemn people. We should want to attract people to our side, not scare them away. That was a quite interesting take on this question, but a very good answer to it as well. While researching this specific topic, I came across a piece of work titled Trump Veganism, a political survey of American vegans in the era of identity politics. And what I distinctly remember was a Pew Research Center survey found that 15% of liberal Democrats are vegan or vegetarian as compared to only 4% of Republicans. Personally, I don't think there's a direct correlation to politics, but it just shows that media can portray things in ways that I couldn't even have thought of. And vegetarians can be found all over the world. Did you know there's an annual vegetarian festival that's held in Phuket? Thailand that lasts about a week. It's most commonly known as the Nine Emperor Gods Festival, and it's quite an interesting viewpoint on different types of vegetarians and vegans around the world. Before we finish this topic, let's go to another commercial break. find yourself wondering if a snack was vegan or vegetarian friendly? I'm not a vegan, but one of my favorite vegan friendly snacks are the Girl Scouts Thin Mint Cookies. They only come around once a year, but they are worth the $5 per box for those crunchy, chocolatey, and minty cookies. The Girl Scout S'mores, Thanks A Lot, Lemonades, and Peanut Butter Patties are also vegetarian and vegan friendly options from the Girl Scouts. Plus, with the purchase of cookies, you'll be directly helping your Girl Scouts troop. So be on the lookout for when the cookie sale starts. (music) 
Earlier, we talked about the reasons as to why Bruntley became a vegetarian, and I was wondering if the two vegans had similar reasons to becoming a vegan. In Courtney's response, she says, It's a long story. I was vegetarian for a while, and I knew that I was ready to do more. I knew I didn't need to take lives to sustain mine, so I just stopped. I started choosing to become more aware of the world around me and how my actions impact the quality of life for all living things. And I realized that I needed to stop being so selfish and only caring about my own comfort. As stated in the beginning of this podcast, that's a common reason that most people change their diets to a more vegan or vegetarian friendly one. Jake Truman's response gives a little spin on this topic though. In his interview, he said, In January of 2018, I was challenged by a good friend. I was apprehensive because, as an athlete, I believed that you would not be able to perform well without eating meat proteins. I, however, respected the good friend, and so in January, I never ate meat or dairy again and decided to continue the plant-based diet. A lot of people become vegans for health reasons, but there have been so many written articles and journals comparing the nutritional health of vegan diets and other diets as well. From a study conducted using multiple food rating indexes, they stated that indeed the most restricted diet had lowest total energy intake, better fat intake profile, lowest protein and highest dietary fiber intake in contrast to the omnivorous diet. Speaking on health for vegans and vegetarians, another source says that the long-term health of vegetarians appears to be generally good and for some diseases and medical conditions, it may be better than that of comparable omnivores. That's very appealing towards the vegetarian and vegan diet in my opinion. Thank you all very much for listening in on this episode of Looking Into Vegans and Vegetarians. This is the end of the podcast, and this has been Hideko Zhang from Mrs. Carr's second hour senior English class.